right. We'll give it a good morning, Superflex City. Jump right into this. Welcome back to Super Flexible Podcast. Here with John Hogue at Superflex Doog Doog at Superflex Dude <laughs> on the Twitterverse. I don't Superflex know why I say Doogie people's Houser. names. Yeah, su- the doctor. <laughs> Dr. Doogie. Yeah. The prodigy. He's I'll younger than he looks, folks. He is younger <laughs> than he looks. So a little bit of Superflex startup strategy. You guys have yeah. heard a ton from Mr. Hogue on the Superflex Super Show, talking about QBX, pounding that theorem into your head. I am loving it. I feel like everybody's... I shouldn't say everybody. We still have a lot of pushback, but people are starting... Like, the landscape is changing. If I were to talk about Superflex strategy last year in itself, it would have been completely different than what I would recommend today. I don't, I don't know if I want to say completely different, but to achieve my goals, I feel like I need to make some sneaky moves because what I'm seeing in a lot of mocks, and I'm sure what you're seeing in a lot of mocks, is that first round is filled with quarterbacks. So you don't have as much falling into the second, third, and fourth now. And when you do, they're just not as attractive. It becomes harder to take some of those guys over some of the studs. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that has – I know it hasn't changed, like, your team build philosophy, but has it changed, like, how you get there? Like, do you find it more important – I guess I'll I'll throw a question out there. Do you find it more important to try to maybe move back a little bit so you can get an extra pick and maybe an extra pick in the second somehow, something like that, so you can pound quarterbacks early now? Yeah, kind of. I, Although, man, I'll say that's kind of been my strategy the this whole offseason, and I just did a startup where – so we did a, uh, a Kentucky Derby style um, – you know, to uh, to determine the uh, the draft order mm-hmm. in a startup. Um, for those who aren't familiar, essentially, like you draft your draft position. So you know, we kind of used a randomizer. I think I got the second or third pick in the derby, meaning I was the call it the third, and mm-hmm. so I was the third one to pick my draft position. Um, the first person uh, who uh, to pick, they took one point oh one and wanted Pat Mahomes. Just lock it up, you know. Um, the second one to pick took 102, and then I took 110. Like, that was kind of the position that I preferred. Okay. And, uh, you know, so, and like, looking back on it, first of all, I probably should have went 103 with the opportunity to move back to 110 or to 110. Um, and like you said, kind of pick up some some extra picks. But the other thing I'm kind of noticing is, like, based on which half of the first round you're in can really kind of dictate, you know, your, the, the, the way you, the way you attack this thing, essentially, like, you know, if, if you're in the first half, basically, you know, if you're in it, it like, you know, anywhere from 101 to 106, 105, 106, like you get your quarterback in the first round when it gets back to you, like there's a ma- a massive tear break right there, you know? Rodgers is gone. Russ Wilson is gone. Even Ryan Tannehill. Like, I don't know, and I don't know where you stand on this with Ryan Tannehill. Like, I don't know if you would put him in or at least close to that tier with with Russ and with Rodgers. I think he belongs in that conversation. Like, even, is it fair to maybe a little bit lower than what you mentioned there and, like, Stafford and Cousins? Yeah, that's the thing. Like that's that's to me that's kind of the next well in in an ADP kind of the next tier ends up being, you know, Jalen Hurts, uh Stafford, uh you know, Baker Mayfield to uh like Cousins kind of doesn't even make it there for a lot of people. I think that he should. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of with you there. Um but like I don't know for me like Tannehill is kind of somewhere in between that that tier, that group of, you know, Hurts to a uh, Stafford in in kind of baker i guess he's kind of in between there and the rogers wilson yeah maybe the best bargain in that area too is ryan Tannehill. i think so yeah so you know but but like Tannehill's gone by middle of the second round in most cases so like if you went so it you know so then we're on to that tier where it's it's you know kind of high upside high risk type guys like Hertz, like 
um, like Baker, like Tua. Stafford still sh- probably should be pretty pretty safe, I would think. But like changing teams, I could, I think kind of messes with him a little bit. It does. But like, yeah. But like, so that's that's the tier that's kind of available to you when it comes back to you in a second. And then, but by then, like you're still in the top tier of the of the wide receivers. You're probably in the in in tier two of the running backs, which is you know at least like tier one. I think is kind of it's basically McCaffrey, ba- uh, Barkley, and Taylor. So like tier two is kind of everybody else. Whether you think it's like Kamara, uh, Dalvin Cook, if you want the younger guys like Swift and and uh, yep. you know Acres. Um, Nick Chubb still there like you can choose from those guys and then so you know for me it's almost like get the running back get the wide receiver get you know Tyreek Hill or or Justin Jefferson AJ Brown get somebody like that with that second pick and then come back with the third pick and get that quarterback whoever it is out of that out of that next tier out of that you know hurts to a Baker Stafford tier like they're still going to be there for you Mm -hmm. whereas like if you're at the end of the first, you almost go quarterback, quarterback, because again, like there's a there's the tiers a, a lot different. A, yeah, there's a tier break right there. I agree. It's almost like everything we've been advocating for is starting to happen. I I also wonder because John, you've like built up a loyal listenership. A lot of people are excited to get into your mocks. I do wonder if you're seeing some of those people join your mocks and understand how important that is to get it early. I wonder if mm-hmm. we'll see this same landscape like in your startups. Like was that startup that you did similar to what we're seeing in mocks today? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's I, awesome <laughs> on the other hand. Oh man, it's so scary. Yeah. Though. I know. Yeah. So it was a it's a it was a group of guys who are, you know, really pretty seasoned veterans at this mm-hmm. point. Um they're also they listen to podcast. <laughs> they <Yep>. saw me coming <laughs> in and you know, there's a little bit of it that was like, all right, let's, let's uh, either, either it was it, like in some cases it was, all right, Hogue makes sense. But I subscribe to QBX. I'm doing it even though, you know, I'm, I, even though I know he's going to do it, it's going <laughs> to, we're going to kind of yeah. step on each other's toes. And then for some of them, it was like, Oh, Hogue wants to go QBX. All right, well, let's fuck with him. You know? or, yeah, <laughs> or like, wow, this is really happening. I have to get a quarterback here because 12 just went off the board. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I told them, like I, I told them in the, in the group chat because they were kind of asking about it. You know, it, it's a it's a league that uh, Rocky Petrella is the is the commissioner. And, you know, him and I had a, had the debate that we posted here on Superflex City on the on the Superflex City feed. Yep. you know a couple months ago and and we talked about it then like he asked me russ asked me what happens if you're at pick 110 and everybody goes quarterback ahead of you like does is that going to push you off a quarterback so you go mccaffrey i said no it doesn't change it for me almost you makes know? it more so, important yeah yeah and so you know so they did it <laughs> they went all quarterbacks just to like and and yeah, I mean it it did. It felt like I mean I you know I was choosing behind between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers for my first quarterback. I'm perfectly happy with Aaron Rodgers, you know mm-hmm. me. But like for a lot of people, that's kind of a gross choice, you know, uh, for a first round pick, especially with McCaffrey there, with Barkley there, with you know Devonte Adams. Also, it's a full two point uh, per reception for tight ends. Only full. full now it's uh, how would you say it? Um, a quarterback you picked with the one ten in a super flex startup, and you would say mm-hmm. who is Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, for because Jeopardy. Oh yeah, right. But <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That went over. I need I, I need to spike my hair a little uh, bit higher. I interrupted you <laughs> to too, just those. to tell my dad joke. <laughs> that was a total dad joke. <laughs> Who is Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, it, like to a lot of people, it kind of that feels like a gross choice. But to me, it was still a no brainer. Like you said, I mean, it's it becomes that much more important to still get the quarterback because the whole thing with QBX, the whole reason to start in the first round is like you've 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 got to get to five of them 
before they dry up. And it's it's hard to do it if you don't start with that first pick. Yeah. Like at some point you're you're, you know, as much as it feels like a reach to get that first round quarterback who absolutely has first round value, but you're still, you know, you're reaching past Christian McCaffrey to get him. As much as that feels like a reach, like try waiting until the fifth round to start getting your quarterbacks and then have it's to not reach happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if, if it does, it means you're reaching past, you know, T. Higgins for, like, uh, Jameis Winston. And, Ooh. like, is that, that feel, doesn't that feel like a real reach? <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, like, it is, that's the whole thing. I mean, if, if some, I mean, I I would have went quarterback either way, but like if some if some people had passed on quarterbacks and taken some running backs ahead of me, like it would have felt a little bit different. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, and I know you're all about head count, and mm-hmm. I, and I love the approach. So, but I know you're all about head count. So it gets to this point now. Who are you comfortable with as your third to fourth quarterback and I, and I know you've got some questions too we wanted to throw some names on some of these strategies but when it gets to that third or fourth quarterback like who are where's your comfort range there yeah like um let's see and and i guess part of the problem is like you know if you if you do draft early in the first round and you get you know the kyler murray josh allen you know one of those guys mm-hmm. and then when it when it snakes back to you, you know, you could wait. Um, you could take a, a running back there, for instance. That's kind of my preference would be to go running back with a second pick. And then with the third pick, you end up with a quarterback like Stafford, you know. It when it gets back to you, your fourth pick, the quarterbacks are gonna be kind of gross again. Um, whereas if you're at the end of the first and then at the end of the th- the third and early fourth. You know those those quarterbacks are going to look a lot better. So it it all still ju- just you know it just depends on your draft position a little bit. But like Kirk Cousins was uh, was the guy I ended up with as my my third. I don't mind that. Yeah. So it was it went Rogers Tannehill Cousins for me. And how people people don't like that. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> like I don't it, mind that. It's not sexy or anything. I mean, it's I was certainly... even like wondering if you were going to go as far down as like Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, Drew Locke. <laughs> that we all know you're a Broncos fa- fan, but you hate him more than anybody. You're you're like a. I was going to say a Broncos fate. Like you just you hate <laughs> Drew Locke. The idea yeah. of him, you don't believe in the success at this point. I mean, yeah. is that somebody you're looking at then for like your fourth or fifth? Yeah, I think I got him as my fourth in that draw in that draft, and then Andy Dalton is my fifth. Okay. I, but I so the other that. thing here's the other thing that I did, and uh man, this is this is something that we should probably spend some time on at, at some point, if it's not right now. Um so my let's see. I would have. I, I went well. So I traded up. I traded my third third round pick. I traded up. Got George Kittle again. Like two. Uh, it's a you know. It's a full point tight end premium. Um, you know. It's full PPR, but then tight ends get two points per reception. So like George Kittle is my top pass catcher, and I, now I don't. I don't feel like I have to worry about wide receiver for a while, right? Um, and then came back in the fourth round with Kirk Cousins. No, I must have I must have waited until the fifth round to get Cousins, something like that. Or no, I I traded back into the third, I think, and got Kirk Cousins, something like that. Anyways, <laughs> but like with one of those picks um, in the in the first you know four rounds, I ended up with uh, rookie pick one point oh three, and you know kind of penciled that in tentatively as a quarterback. I mean, we know that this is going to be a good why a good quarterback class, and so I was like, you know, if I come up short on the headcount, or if you know Denver moves up and drafts a quarterback, like if I end up with Drew Locke, and now Denver draft uh, moves up to get Trey Lance, for instance, you know, which is kind of sounding like a possibility at this point, if Trey Lance doesn't freaking fall to him, so you know, now I can I can use one hundred three on on that rookie quarterback that's replacing drew lock. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like one Oh three Andrew lock kind of, you know, complete 
the completed quarterback essentially yeah or i mean if at 103 i mean you might get if zach wilson goes to the jets you might even get zach wilson at 103 if you don't move back or if 102 ends up taking zach wilson or Najee harris you could potentially get fields or i I mean yeah zach wilson or you move back a little bit on that 103 i'm starting to wonder though if that and i don't want to go too far into like the rookie pick strategy but i'm starting Mm -hmm. to wonder if some of the earlier strategies we talked about are going to work as far as quarterbacks falling into the later half of superflex drafts this year because for me i mean if at this point it's going to be hard for me to pass up quarterbacks with a desirable landing spot once it all happens like if zach wilson is starting i'm really really into him yeah yeah i think so i know (laughs) i uh, just lost my there there you go lost my lighting (laughs) it got creepy up in here although i probably just looked like a queen video i like it yeah floating head (laughs) um yeah i i like I, I think that uh, you know this this quarterback class, this rookie quarterback class. Like, I mean, getting getting those guys as a draft pick in the startup right now, I think is probably going to be getting a lot of them at a discount. So you know, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of worth it. But like the other cool thing is, and again, I, you know, I don't know if we want to get into this too much right now. Um, certainly soon, I would think. But like. The other thing that that did making that pick is, you know, I was I was able to say, okay, now like I can breathe a little bit easily when it comes to the quarterback. I want to get to five quarterbacks. Now I've got, you know, I've I've got three. I've got Rodgers, Tannehill, Cousins, and then you know if I if if I only end up with one more here in a startup, now I've got pick one hundred three that I spend on another quarterback that gets me to my five. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I do end up getting all the quarterbacks that I want, which I ultimately did. Now I can move 103 to, you know, whatever other position of need I have, you know. So, like, as much as I I hate rookie picks, I kind of think you did too. You and I end up being pretty much in in lockstep on a lot of this stuff. But, like, I I do value the versatility of them. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like when they're available there too. Yeah, and and for me, rookie picks are one of those things. Like if I have a rookie pick going into the offseason, especially a first rounder, if I still have one, we made it through the season and I have my first rounder for coming into the 2021 season here, I'm probably holding on to it as long as I can unless like a deal hits that I'm just like, wow, I think I'm going to actually end up liking this vet more than some of the rookies in this area at this point. I think that the rookie picks, though, like for me, I want to use them during the season to make my team better, to make my contenders stronger. That's But if I make it through the entire season and I've held on to them, then I think I'm going to hang on to it until as close to the rookie draft as I can and watch it gain a little bit of value and and then probably trade it second and third rounders i'll trade away all day long especially in this 2021 class yeah yeah for sure so yeah very much and in startups a lot of times i i'll trade away my my future picks for picks within that startup and i'll uh, there's been times i've regretted it i'll say that but there's times that you like it a lot too you know yeah I pretty much always do it because I feel and I, I like I'm the same way. Like it, at some point I'm going to regret it. But in that moment, you have to acknowledge the, you know, the 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 value that you got out of it. Mm-hmm. Like in that startup, like I said, so, you know, two PPR for tight ends makes them just ridiculously valuable, especially the top end guys. Yep. So I traded, you know, my my third round pick in the startup. And then my 2022 first rounder for George Kittle, essentially. And that, that third round pick, I mean, the, the tight ends were pretty much wasted. Like Hawkinson wasn't even there anymore, you know? Wow, yeah. So it was it was the next, like I, Noah Fant was kind of there. So like Noah Fant plus, you know, a 20, 2022 first. And I'm trying to, I'm, I plan on making it a late one, by the way, yeah. <laughs> but like, I would you know, do that today for, for Kittle. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. Two, two PPR. Yeah. And, and I, I like think you Noah Fant. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I would do that yeah. all day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. So, you know, like I think that I got more value out of that draft pick by trading it than I would have by, you know, holding it and trying to make the pick. Yeah. Another thing I really like to do when you're making those moves and you're you're trading back and you're trading away your 2022s, your future picks to get into your startups today, something that I honestly haven't seen done a lot. And I, I really think this is a nice little important move that you can try to make in your startups is personally, I want to be the first person out of our startup draft. I, if we're drafting in round 30, I want to find a way to be done in round 25 or 26. I want to be like just done. And what I found is like, so I trade you my 2022 third for your 17th rounder, just hypothetically. So now I've, occurred an extra pick that's not going to be used because now I have my 30th round pick. So I'm going to take my 30 round pick and my 29 and I'm going to put those together and I'm going to make you feel like you're getting a deal because now somebody in your draft is probably losing picks while you're gaining picks. So now I want to move up to like even just earlier in the 29th or late in the 28th. I want it to make super look super appealing to you. I want to do it early so you don't even realize like there's nothing but trash left for you in the 30th round. And now I move up yeah. and I'm going to do that again because now I've got another extra pick from where I moved from like the first to the second. I gained a pick there. I'm going to keep like accumulating these extra picks and use wasted picks that I can't even fill my roster with. I'm going to have like three picks at the end of my draft board that are gone to me like i'm not even using them but nobody in your league is thinking that they're just thinking of my picks they see the trade hit you move up a little bit you do it again you move up a little bit again until finally you're out of the draft at like the 25th and 26th round and you've given out fair deals throughout your league really with picks that you weren't going to use anyway like it's like you're you're picking up change that you can't even fit into your bank anymore and turning it into more expensive dollars that you can actually use draft get out of your draft and be done with it man i like that dude i i, I wish that like it's it's such a hard thing to do you know like it's so hard to to think that far in advance and uh i i certainly haven't mastered it but it's it's like you're right like there's there's a way to you know because my goal is to come out so this was it was a 30 30 round draft mm -hmm. my goal is to have Every single one of the players on my roster be usable, be startable. Yep. As That's much so as you can. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people, some people totally just mail it in with as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. You know, they just, they draft wide. That's a big thing. They draft wide receivers that they're never going to use. Right. You know, so it's like, <laughs> like that was, that was a wasted, wasted pick. And like now that guy's, that wide receiver is just kind of clogging up your roster. Yeah. Like if I can't find wide receivers that I can see making, like I can, I can tell a story where they're going to make it into my lineup somehow. I don't want them on my roster. Mm -hmm. Like wide receiver depth is the biggest waste of time and waste of roster space Yeah, that there is. Yeah. I, I mean, I have so, actual benchmarks. I want like 12 players by the time I'm out of the 10th round. You know, and then if you're starting 10 or 12 players, you know, say you're starting 12 and I have 12 players before we leave the 10th round. And then some players, they might have a couple studs, but they've only got seven players using leaving that same like 10th round. And I've got all my starters filled and now I'm moving to my bench to start putting more starters on it and continually trying to gain and move all those picks up. And then, like, you end up having a lot of picks from probably, like, the 15th to 26th round. Yeah. So, and that's when you're taking, like, Antonio Brown and Nikhil Harry, <laughs> Corey Davis. Yeah. Man, and even those guys are probably gone. But, like, my my 30th pick was Darius Geis. Oh. Like, you know, and it was, there was guys like um, Jack Conklin were kind of going in that range. Like, yeah. Guys that, that like some people who are who are new to Dynasty legitimately, you know, legit just have never heard of. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, what? Are, how know? much longer is this draft? <laughs> yeah. I want to be done with the draft when that question gets asked. <laughs> yeah, when you seriously do kind of at that point, you start to feel like, man, I'd rather just have the empty roster spot. <laughs> like, yeah, 
<laughs> just leave me alone. Let I don't even done. want one more email saying it's my turn to pick and have to scroll through all these players. So <laughs> use yeah. all those picks you're not going to be using and just slowly move up a little bit. Yeah, I like that. So need to do another startup and and actually try that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll have to get it going quick. So people aren't yeah. like, oh, I know what you're doing now. Yeah, totally. I know what you're doing now, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you had a couple questions, too. We talked about Mahomes being that Smash 101 overall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. So, <laughs> um, my, so first of all, my rankings have kind of come under some scrutiny a little bit. No, um, not you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but maybe I'll explain why after I ask the question. But I am curious, like, right now, who's who's 102 for you? Like, we'll just lay it out, though. Make it that, that easy. Who's, who's yeah. 1.02? I'm taking Josh Allen if I'm given the opportunity. Okay. Which I and, should and I know that. that I know that you don't love that, John. He's somebody that you're kind of wondering if Meh. it still falls off a little bit. But I'm taking Josh Allen at the 102. And if yeah. I have Mahomes, I don't even mind trying to see if I can get Josh Allen and some a little bit extra and just keep my head count. Yeah. Let, what about yeah, yours? I mean, like, where does your scrutiny come into play here? <laughs> well, because for me, 102 is still Deshaun Watson. Okay. And that's the thing that people have a tough time with. I mean, you know, I like I I did a an actual rankings update where I spent some time thinking about this and I still didn't I like I didn't I moved Justin Herbert up into the the second tier which is, you know, still top 5 or 6 range, but like it, so Pat Mahomes is in a tier by himself. Like he's tier 1 all by himself. Um, but then like, you know, I moved Justin Herbert up, but up beyond that, I didn't make any changes. And 102 for me is Deshaun Watson. And, and I just, I mean, for one thing, I don't like the idea of, of changing it without, you know, information actually driving that decision. I like, I'm not going to do it for speculation. I'm not going to do it for, you know, gossip and drama and bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I refuse to, to make a big dramatic rankings change just because, you know, the like it doesn't look good right at the moment. Like and I think that's fair. I mean, you still have to like think too like even if this wasn't here or it goes away, that now is going to hold out. Yeah. You know, and and yeah, for me I'd... like I think if I I'm, I want to be honest with you sure. and I, and, I, and I'm trying to think and make sure I am. I feel like I would have Josh Allen at number two, no matter what, even without like yeah. Watson ever asking to switch teams, like just with the way things have been there with the Texans and losing his weapons and just how good Josh Allen did last year. I think that I would personally have Josh Allen at number two still. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. I mean, you've been pretty high on Josh Allen mm-hmm. kind of all along, yeah. like, you know, so, so like, you know, that's, that's not you making some kind of big dramatic, you know, Change adjustment. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like what happens if he gets to the point and we know that he's missing games, does that mm-hmm. matter to you in this dynasty game that we play or are you fine? I mean, are you going to, are you more attracted to Tyrod Taylor at this point with, I mean, cause having Watson and somebody under this kind of scrutiny at 102 there obviously are maybe moves you could make still yeah it like for me it's it's really just like how many games is he missing and even then yeah i mean you could easily just pick up tyrod taylor it's like it sounds like they're kind of considering alex smith possibly too which i mean like tyrod taylor hasn't looked good in several years but i, I don't know i don't know that he's any worse than Alex Smith, but like, regardless, you know, like even pick up both of those guys. Those guys are super cheap, if not free. I mean, I don't know that either of them got drafted in that 30 round draft. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I I don't know that they're really getting picked up yeah. here. So, you know, so, so yeah, like just, you know, just grab them as insurance and then, you know, whatever the suspension looks like, 
But like the thing for me is, you know, like it, it would have to be a pretty long suspension for me to really knock Watson down very much at all. Like I might bump him down a spot or two, but like I, you know, if 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 it's six games out of a career that's probably going to span another twelve years, like mm-hmm. that's it's like a drop in the ocean, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me to to change him for that. Like if it's if it's going to be a full year, okay. Now now it you know now maybe sure. we think about moving him down because there are guys who are going to actually play this year. Right. You know, I mean, at that point, when you know you're waiting a year and I know he's already hit, he's a sh- more of a sure shot than college players. So I don't mean to make this like weak comparison. But at that point, I mean, waiting a year is like waiting on your rookie picks. If if you know you're going to be waiting a year, it's tough, man, to go through all those motions. He's lost so much value. I wonder, like, have you thrown out any offers to try to acquire Deshaun Watson onto your teams? Because I feel like you could add a lot especially if that's how you view him yeah because i mean you could you're not i don't think you have to pay close to that yeah that's the thing so i i have a theory that uh that twitter is kind of a bunch of drama queens (laughs) (laughs) is that your theory (laughs) (laughs) maybe more of an observation (laughs) right that that has just been proven yet again yeah because like I mean, everybody's talking about like now's the time, abandon ship, get the hell out, you know, um, because this is going to be like he's headed for a lifetime ban or whatever. Like, you know, all, all he's he's going to end up doing jail time over this, which like <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know about that part. I don't think that that's, you know, a necessity for the NFL to suspend him. I'll acknowledge that. But. Like, I mean, if he doesn't, if he doesn't do time, if he just settles with a few of these, uh, of these massage therapists and then, you know, can he, is the NFL really going to come down on him with a lifetime ban? Right. They let some terrible, horrible people play this game without, without kicking them out. Yeah. Yeah. I hear like, you there. AP hit his kid in the nuts with a stick. Dude, that don't Kareem even get Hunt, me started on that. I know Kareem Hunt jump kicked that lady on on fucking on camera. Tyreek Hill and and uh, Joe Mixon both. I don't and I don't remember which one it was that did it on on camera, but like punched out that girl when they were in college. Yep. Like they both did it. Like there's some bad people in this league, and you know the, the NFL kind of it's it's more than a slap on the wrist, but it's certainly not a, a they're not. They don't expect you to qualify for sainthood. Right, right. <laughs> to play in this yeah, exactly. So, like, so by no means is like John, and I, I would hope I don't need to say this, but I'm going to, no means is John saying he condones what is happening, totally. but he's kind of saying the NFL does. I shouldn't say condone, but there, he's going to be back in the league playing the game again. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I think we all know that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um like there, he he can be a bad person, and it kind of sounds like maybe he is. It sounds like he's he's kind of a scuzzball, and that's you know that's that sucks. <laughs> like it, we didn't see that coming with him, and that makes it even you know that much harder to to accept for us. I think, but like at the end know, of the, the day, if the, you don't get him on your team, somebody else is going to. Yeah, totally. So like people are talking as if they're going to abandon him, as if they're going to bail, right? But. Like what they're actually doing when you actually like go try and trade for him, people have a lot more, a, a lot higher tolerance for risk yeah. than they claim to on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Like when they can be part of the, you know, part of, part of the discussion and everybody can be outraged together. Like it, it's like, man, I, I would get out from under him for like a, you know, I future see a second. lot of those too. Where you're just like, kind of like, <laughs> prove it, show me. Show me yeah, do that it that's what you're doing, you know? Yeah. But then, like, and you see people say stuff like, man, I would, you know, I would do it for a second round pick. It's like, I don't think you would. And then you send yeah, out like, that have exact you offer that in your route. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just because you got Brandon Ayuk or Justin Jefferson in the second last year doesn't mean you are this year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's another I, thing. I, yeah. This rookie class sucks in the second round, by the way. Mm-hmm. You have no chance. It replacing Deshaun Watson in the second round. No. So yeah, I 
you know, so you, but you send out that offer and like, I mean, they don't even counter. They just, they just, it's just an, an instant decline and move on with your lives. You know, yeah. it's like, so man, all you, everyone who's acting so outraged, like when, <laughs> when the rubber hits the road, you're still fully on board with this guy. I'll so try to pull up a trade. I think, uh, the cheapest I've seen him go was in, um, our goats versus pros league. And I think it was Shane Manila traded him away. And you know, sometimes when he gets impatient, he'll just, uh, cut bait. But do you remember that trade? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't remember it now. All right. I'm pulling it up here. <laughs> nice. So he traded away Deshaun Watson. So this is the trade. Shane Manila traded away Deshaun Watson and a 2022 second. No, now he gave up that and he got back uh, 105. Okay, so he didn't just cut bait. But yeah, he gave up Deshaun Watson and a 2022 second for the 105 in a 16-team super flex. So, I mean, I mean, if you're saying 102 Watson, then there's no way you agree with 105 Deshaun Watson in a rookie draft. Yeah. Imagine getting Deshaun Watson at 105 in your rookie draft. Man, yeah. Yeah, when when the other, you know, quarterbacks with some kind of shot at all are yep. already gone. Yeah. Yeah, like you missed on like, – and again, I like Trey Lance is going to end up being a top five pick, and it's like – or a top four pick probably – in super flex rookie drafts. And it's like, I, I don't know that I, he's far from a slam dunk. Let's put it that way. Like yeah. if he ends up in Denver, I think it's strictly to compete with drew lock. I don't think it's to, to walk in and start from day one. I don't think you can start him from day one. So like <laughs> get, get, you know, you missed on him at one Oh four, but then one Oh five is freaking Deshaun Watson. Who's been the second best quarterback, you know, over the last, you know, four years yeah. in the league. Yeah. And he's only 25 and he's going to miss, uh, he's going to miss six games, but he would have anyways, like he would have got hurt at some point and missed those six games. So, right. It, it's <laughs> almost inevitable. Like you hate to think that way, but at some point, a lot of these quarterbacks are going to get injured within their young careers and miss some time, six games or more. And yeah. they're still going to be on your team. Yeah. They'll probably even miss a season somewhere in there. Like somebody's going to, you know, like, you know, separate a shoulder, or tear an ACL, something and miss an entire season. Like they're, that's going to happen to, to all of them at some point, you know? Yep. So it's like, so this is Watson's. I don't know. At least, you know, it's coming. You get to prepare for it. Yeah. Who are some of those guys you're seeing kind of fall within those those startups? And like, where did you get Andy Dalton? You said he was your fourth or fifth quarterback in one of your leagues. Do you kind of have a a feel on where you were able to get him? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was it was pretty late, somewhere around like the twentieth, maybe even later than that. And I think that he was uh, he was signed by Chicago. Okay. Um, like during the draft nice yeah that works out pretty so good So that yeah that helped <laughs> but um yeah i'd have to pull it up but yeah yeah it was it was pretty late um he he goes pretty late um darnold darnold got a bump from getting traded uh garoppolo's still going pretty late uh i mean fitzpatrick is going late because people don't trust that he's gonna start all year I kind of don't with. either, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't either. That, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm kind of with him on that one. But Last I, time I, he did it was 2015. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, at this point in his career, like, that's his role, you know, yeah. is to go in and start and hold it down as long as you can. But, like, at some point, you know, we're going to replace you. Yeah. But, like if it unless unless you manage to run the table here like your job is just to make us look okay for a while you know yeah. you're you're kind of a you're like a band-aid basically and then but like at some point we want to see taylor hinnicky some more you know yep he's probably so, the one you like, go and get yeah i think so i think that's that's how you do that you come just again you just complete the quarterback situation basically with those two guys yep 
And I think that he beats out Brandon Allen, but that's like whoever ends up getting that number two spot, you want to try to go acquire as quick as you can on the cheap from, from, because I don't think it'll cost that much or try to get both of them now before we know even. Yeah. But I I like that move a lot. Anything else you want to add to Superflex startup strategies? I don't know if we just totally did startup strategies, but. Yeah, I don't know. We were kind of all over the place, but it was, I don't know. It was good. Who's 103? 103? Yeah. Oh, dude. So I'm still, I'm going to take Kyler Murray over Herbert. Okay. All right. I like that one. That was, that was, that one was an actual decision for you. So I just wanted to, to find like, where's the point where you're, I'm still not taking Watson just because I'm, I'm happy with, the other guys in this area and i feel a little bit safer going into the season i agree deshaun watson is going to be around but just even with the the idea of possibly a holdout trading teams a new situation which will probably in the long run actually be better i'm just uh i'm gonna knock him down a little bit and probably still then take herbert at four and then Watson's probably kind of coming in here, but I'm still almost considering like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers in this area. Yeah. Can we just finish off the fr- your first round? Yeah. Do so we, we went. Um, so 104 is Herbert. Herbert. And then so 105, I'd probably, it, it does get really tough here to not like take Watson. I'm probably going to take Dak. Oh, yeah. And then Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, nice. <laughs> Joe Burrow, nothing in stone here because I, you know, I might miss some stuff. I'm totally like just top of my head. So Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, um, Trevor Lawrence in there somewhere. Oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence. He's he's probably worth taking. I'd probably take Trevor Lawrence. Um, sorry, John. I'm probably gonna move him between like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers today. Okay, and then. Yeah. I'll probably take like Joe Burrowish, and then I I uh, I started to like Ryan Tannehill today a little bit more than Stafford. I just think he might be a little bit safer. Even you you kind of just put that thought in my head while we were talking, but then I I kind of want still like to fit Tua into this conversation somehow, and then like the Justin Fields and the Zach Wilsons, they all sort of start to fall in there for me. And Kirk Cousins all in that same messed up area. Yeah. Derek Carr. Yeah. Where's the point where you consider, well, so if, if you weren't going to go quarterback in the first round, what's what position? Would yeah. You and I, I was, um, I focused a lot on quarterbacks there. I didn't even really think of it much as a startup. Now I apologize. So man, probably like if we're doing it, like that see but man i'm i'm the guy that like if i have that like 110 that you had and mm-hmm. i see nine quarterbacks go off the board i'm deeply concerned but but man in that area for me it would be tough to not take like mccaffrey or barkley if if they were in that area i feel like i could do pretty well and then still come back around in the early second and get probably just as good of a quarterback as I would in that 110 area. So yeah. I could see throwing like McCaffrey's into there, even like the Devonte Adams, Justin Jefferson's AJ Brown's like all those guys kind of in that mix as well. I need to sit down and do some super flex rankings now that we're talking about all this. <laughs> yeah, man, we, uh, we, for- so we forgot Lamar Jackson. Oh yes. I'd, I'd put him in so, there and you know that I'm lower on him than most, but I'd still have him over like Joe Burrow and those guys for sure too. So that wasn't, I didn't do that intentionally. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's essentially 11 first round quarterbacks, you know, <laughs> like, I'd rather have Watson than, um, Lamar though. And I'd rather have Dak to be honest with you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he's probably still my six to nine. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got if you've got Rogers and and Burrow in there, um, yeah, that's eleven first round quarterbacks. We've got Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, uh, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. That's eleven. Yeah. So like you're, the only way you're not taking a quarterback, you, Swags, the only way you're not taking a quarterback in the first round is if you're at the turn 
and then you're probably taking one with your second, which is basically a first. Yep. You know, I mean, yeah, it's scary, man. I've I've had teams where I'm quarterback deprived, like whether I took over an orphan or had to learn the hard way. I don't want to be in that situation. So yeah, seeing the startup mocks and hearing about some of the startups this year and the landscape that we might be facing, I think it would be very hard for me to neglect that position, even for yeah. higher tiered running backs and wide receivers. Yeah. So even if all if if all eleven quarterbacks did go ahead of you, you're at the one two turn. So you're picking twelfth in the first round. All those eleven quarterbacks that we listed do go. Are you still are you going running back quarterback? Or are you still going quarterback quarterback? When it's yeah, like, that's tough, dude. I'm taking a running back. I feel like I feel like yeah. I want to just be like, nope, I'm taking a quarterback here. And, <laughs> but I feel like the guys that are looking at me at that point on that turn are going to be pretty studly and then i do stupid stuff too like if i see somebody like takes clyde edwards alaire it pisses me off so i have to be like nope next guy coming off the board is deandre swift because this is bullshit yeah (laughs) (laughs) so and then you're just drafting tilted the whole time (laughs) yeah exactly and then you're even later on you're like god why did i take that player just because i was pissed about clyde edwards alaire like that was freaking awesome (laughs) like (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta live with it sometimes so i think the real answer is if you're at the one two turn like trade back from one of those and i almost said that but i didn't want to cop out i almost really said like well maybe you still move back here into like the second and you can still get a quarterback similar tiered and some of these running backs similar tiers and add them both you know yeah shit move back off your 110 and your 203 yeah or or like i mean yeah if you're at 112 and all 11 quarterbacks go ahead of you God, 112 is going to be worth so much because somebody's going to see McCaffrey sitting there. They already got their first quarterback and they see McCaffrey there. I and you're that. just like, I like I don't I don't want McCaffrey. I want I, you know, if I'm going to take a running back, it's going to be DeAndre Swift and that's too much of a damn reach right now. Yeah. So, yeah, let me just trade out of this thing and, you know, Well, cuz like now trade. you're all of a sudden sitting on McCaffrey in hypothetically mm-hmm. you know so now you're dealing with McCaffrey value like you said that's going to appease a lot of people to get you be able to move back you can just be like no dude like yeah I get it I would have moved back for that earlier but now we're looking at McCaffrey yeah like, and then do it again with 201 because that's Barkley or yep. Taylor yeah yeah <laughs> just just do the exact same thing move way back in the second round get your two quarterbacks you know, early in the second, and then you've got extra couple picks between the third and the fourth. Yeah, you know, and, and that's not your... even to mention the other like Kamara and some of the stud wide receivers that people might be like, "Holy cow, I can get my first share of DK Metcalf right now." Yeah, you know, and and that, was... that happens. Yeah, this is that's why this was kind of a good exercise because like at first I was just sitting here freaking the hell out, just like getting really stressed. For people who are at 112, you know, in this super flex startup, because you could legitimately get stuck in that situation where 11 quarterbacks go ahead of you. And then what the hell do you do? But yeah, we just solved it. That's the move. Move back. You're still going to get the same shot at those two quarterbacks that you're looking at right now. You know, Tannehill, Stafford, Tua, Hertz, you know, you're still going to get the same shot at those guys later in the second round. Plus, you're going to, you're going to be able to trade those picks like sell them as McCaffrey and, and Taylor mm-hmm. and move way, move way back in the second round, way up in the third round. Yeah. And keep your third and fourth, by the way. Yep. Like just get, get two extra thirds. Basically. Yeah. No, I love that. Cause so many times people want to be like even up and they're like, well, I, I don't, if I'm, if I'm given this pick, I don't really want to lose a pick. And, and it's like, well, then I'll find somebody else. Cause if you want to move up, I, I kind of want to obtain an extra pick because in the back of my head, again, I want to get out of the draft as quick as I can. That's one of my goals. So if, if you want to move up, like I do want to find a way to obtain an extra pick somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love that. We are the Super Flexible Podcast. 
<laughs> was this super flexible? I didn't even know that for sure. Yeah. I yeah. know he did super flex city intro, so. Yeah, I've just been using that intro music. I hope the, I don't think the listeners will mind. Cool. That, that way they know where it's at. Yeah. Drives them over there a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was super flexible episode 128. Nice. Yeah. Tell them who you are, all the great things about you. Super flex dude. And that's kind of it. I'm on super flexible now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Back where it all started. That's right. Finally cleaned up a little bit for you. Got some of the sticky stuff <laughs> to drink and I have left here. Some of the stuff you guys left behind. Scraped it <laughs> off starting fresh. This is exciting to me. Yeah. Super flexible podcast. Uh-huh. We are out of here. He's at Superflex Dude. Tune into Superflex Super Show. Dude, this dude does a lot. He's always hosting the mocks. Very much too modest. <laughs> He's quarterbacks early and often. Yes, sir. To the extreme. I'm at Swagzilla Zero G. Follow us at Superflex City, at Superflex Pod, at Superflex Super Show. I had to I had to do the old uh, super flexible outro music that we had though after you called me out for using the super flex city intro. <laughs> Damn, it keeps my bad. you here with me that much longer, John. <laughs> like, I'm good I, with it though. What do I do with my hands? Your hair's not <laughs> your hair's not long enough to play with and flip around while we're sitting here. <laughs> I know. I came and catch a pretty pretty easy to catch joke with it. Dad joke still went over my head. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I really thought you'd get the Jeopardy joke. I know he did just happen too. He just freaking he was just on there.